right. So now that we uh, caught up and recorded all the stuff that we should have actually been recording, I guess we can get started now. <laughs> really? Wait, are we recording right yeah. now? No, we are. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Take Under, everybody. This is Joseph here with Hector. What's up, everyone? So we missed a week after coming <laughs> back, but whatever. Uh, not that many people are listening, and we're still getting our feet under us anyway. So it's a, it's to be expected from us. We were in shock of what's happened. That's what it was. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, shock that we both tuned into Raw and SmackDown and were excited to do so. I guess more than anything. I, I ha- this this is like one of those Mandela effects. What happened? Are we in a different universe now? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I've been watching them. Hate watching it for the most part for the last few months, but oh man, finally, almost like immediately because the last Raw that we didn't talk about, so not from August eighth, but the week before, was the best Raw that we've seen in years at least, and like not even close. Yeah, I I believe so because I haven't watched Raw and only watched clips or hear from you telling me that something cool might have happened on the show while you're watching right which was few and, and then i actually yes yeah and and i actually volunteered and made time to watch the show. <laughs> that's you, that that's how important it was <laughs> uh, how do you, oh man who would have figured if you just book interesting stuff and have i don't know seth rollins versus the street profits in successive weeks kick off the show with the women who are fucking amazing in this company like who people will want to tune in who would have thunk certainly not the billionaire who's been in charge of it for the last few years huh yeah and have the highest ratings on raw in like what a year right yeah when i saw that i was just like no fucking way they did that like how cool especially that it was like that show that everybody saw because you got i mean in that first show you got seth rollins versus montez ford which if you told me that that's the main event to WrestleMania in three years, I would not be surprised. And then you got Bianca versus Io Sky? Like, what? And yeah. these weren't even announced going into that card. Yeah. Uh, I was pleasantly card, surprised had, of everything. Right. We had two <laughs> triple threats that also sounded interesting. And then we get Ciampa being boot, moonstrapped right there and going straight into a title shot. Like, this is Triple H's fucking show now. That's what that first Raw felt like. Come here, children. I will protect you again. <laughs> <laughs> um, which catches us up to this week, so we can talk about. Since I mean, I guess we're like an all-show show now, because because we're back to normal. <laughs> the Triple H effect. <laughs> uh, but oh man, um, yeah. So Champa had his first big title shot against Bobby Lashley, and looked way better than I thought he was going to. That that's true. I was I was hoping he was gonna win because they had all hyped up. He had the win from the previous week. He came out in his in his mentor's robe, who was the original United right. States, the first United States champion. I was like, that's amazing. Whatever, it's his night because I'm in the background. I'm thinking I'm gonna get an awesome surprise. Like, <laughs> I, like I'm eating. I'm like eating cake, and I was like, oh, maybe the middle's gonna be chocolate or something. But uh. No, it was a fantastic match. He didn't win. It was disappointing. But I still enjoyed it. Like, that's that's how you still put somebody over even when they lose. Right. And I'm just like, I can't wait to have what, what happens next with the storyline. 
But yeah, uh, this was classic NXT. This is all Triple H is doing. And I was like, oh, fuck yes. Like for all those arguments of, oh, no, NXT needs to build stars. NXT needs to build stars. We had stars. Exactly. <laughs> like you showed him in the ring with fucking Bobby Lashley, a huge star of wrestling for the last few, for the last decade at least in this industry. And he went toe to toe for him and had a believable match that fucking kicked ass. Like these people were here. Vince just didn't know what the hell he was doing. Um, I think it's hilarious that like week one, so that that first week, August first or second, whatever it was, <laughs> his beard was already showing gray, and I think he's just going home and just washing it all out all day <laughs> till he can get all that dye out of there. It's like I don't need this anymore. I can be me. Uh, yeah. So hopefully we'll get some sort of psycho killer soon. We did think we were gonna have a. A better reveal than we did. I mean, I say better, but I guess just more significant. But I think that what they're leading to can actually be way can pay off better. Um, given where they were at in Cleveland, home of Johnny Wrestling, both of us thought that the rumors of him coming back, we we I, bought I into thought, those I, a, a little a little bit too much a, in retrospect. Yeah, probably because like my heart was like pounding throughout the show. Like, is he gonna come out? Is he gonna show up? Am <laughs> I gonna am I gonna hear that song? Am I gonna effing lose it? Right. Um, but no, something secretly was going on in the background of like cops running around. There's a car run driving into like into an area that it shouldn't have. Right. Very, very reminiscent of NXT's parking lot. That's yes. the most dangerous area. Oh, the backstage area in all these arenas is about to become the most dangerous place in the world. Just the same way that parking lot in NXT is. I'm so excited for Triple H to storytelling that way because like. For all the reports that we got like a year or two ago where WWE quote unquote wants to be Marvel and wants to be considered brands like that. Like, no, because you guys aren't doing shit for storytelling. But then you have Triple H come and doing this on week two where like each segment, if you're paying attention to the background, you're seeing this shit develop. And then there's a little bit of a payoff this week. And I'm sure we're going to get another one tomorrow and then just more and more. And to where the point where it's like, what if Loomis shows up this week? He sabotages the women's division. So then we get Candice and, and Indy. And then week, 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 and then we finally get the reveal that we've been waiting for. And, like, that's how you can have such a bigger payoff and then start to plan all these seats. Like, Triple H is just so fucking good at this, dude. He's Compared to what NXT has, like, resolved to, he's so much better than this, at, than his friend. It's so, it's so funny. I, I kind of got scared. Like, you know how Loomis scared Cameron Grimes for, like, that period and, like, kidnapped them on NXT? Yeah. When he was revealed, when they like arrest him and carry him away, because it's like it's right at the very end, right, like of, the last of, shot, yeah. before they're closing up. And I was like, I got like scared shitless. I was like, oh the fuck! I was like, no, that can't be him. Like I, I thought I was imagining it. Yeah. And then I like go and watch it on on YouTube to get in and stop it. I was like, oh fuck yes, it's him. But when I saw it live, I got scared like he was gonna jump out. <laughs> Yeah, when we were watching it, like, and they only flash it for a second where you can. Oh yeah, because they lift his head and then he's gone. Like they don't even zoom in on it or anything like that. You just have to know, like, you're looking in that area, and like they did point a a good job, do a good job of bringing your eyes to that part of the screen, and then his face is up for like two seconds, and then he's dragged away. And so even me and Liz like looked at each other, like, wait, was that actually him? And had to like go on Twitter (laughs) to confirm that more people saw exactly what we saw. We're like, all right, cool, like. Let's fucking go. And I'm so glad that I sat through NXT Black and Gold to appreciate this now because I did not appreciate Dexter when he was around before. 
<laughs> and I'm happy that I'm fully on been on the bandwagon for a while already. Oh yes, it just makes me so happy. I, and and there's like new news that I sent you earlier. It's rumors, but we'll talk about that later. That just got me even more hype. Like, come on, just make. I know, I know you're married to Stephanie Triple H, <laughs> and I know you're in charge of creative. But come on, just just give them everything. Like yeah. Stephanie, go home, relax, take care of the kids. Like. Uh, and let just Triple H have fun with all his Legos and stuff. I mean, just divide it like what you're doing. I mean, I'm sure Stephanie has some great ideas. Well, I know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, like, no, no doubt. That she does have, like, great ideas and insight and stuff like that. But, like, yeah, where you guys are coming from here with all this shit that Vince has left this company, let him do the booking, and then she can do all the business stuff. Oh, Um, wow, you have respect from the wrestlers? Oh, my God, this is going to be amazing. I know. And, like, (laughs) just... To point out the the very basics, like we had more wrestling in the first half hour of that first show that two that show two weeks ago than we had in like whole episodes of SmackDown for months at a time, dude. It's such a breath of fresh air to see these wrestling like gods going at it. Seth Mal- Seth Rollins and Montez put on an amazing show. Same thing with him and Dawkins, and then we even had like. That match with Ziggler and what's his with Chad Gable was even just a good match, dude. Like they're not yeah, that was great anymore. Oh man, uh, was it? I think it was what. Still, I can't remember if it was this week or the previous week. Uh, the one person that I I want to see do well, and I know he's gonna do it too because they mentioned him here on SmackDown is Ricochet. Like, I wonder if Triple H just went to him. He's like, just give me a hug. I'll take care of you, baby. Like. <laughs> Please, I mean, don't go anywhere, baby. I got you. Yeah, we'll see because he took the L against Austin Theory at the WrestleMania launch party. So I don't know. I mean, uh, I know that wasn't a show, so we're, we're going to have to see how it goes. But yeah, I don't know how how well that's going to go. And like, I, I sent you this too, and you said when, you, when we were talking about it just over text message, like, I know this might be a hot take, but he has all the personality of Ronda Rousey. And. They're, they couldn't be opposite. I mean, not even, because Ronda's really good in the ring. So, actually, that may not be that bad of a comparison. I just <laughs> don't like one, and I really like the other. So, I'm hoping that they can turn him into something. Because when he was in NXT, like, he didn't have to cut promos, but he still seemed way cooler than he was here. So, maybe Triple oh, H yeah. can figure something else out. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, um... Speaking about rehabbing. I think it was as... I think they kind of did this as a statement, which kind of disappointed me because the one thing that i liked about raw for the last i don't know two three months was the ezekiel storyline but psycho oh. kevin owens coming back and apron bromming people is a storyline <laughs> i can get behind because i when i first came into back to wwe i don't think you were even watching then is when ko had like just first showed up on the main roster and that was when he beat Seth Rollins and was like his crazy prize fighter then walking around with suits and shit. And I didn't, I couldn't get into it. I liked Seth Rollins then. And like now that I appreciate KO so much more, I can't wait to see him just destroy people and get that thousand miles there. And if they partner him with Sami Zayn, like, oh man, there's so much potential for where they can go with him from here because he's been sidelined for so long for the last few months. And sure, he had his WrestleMania moment, which was amazing and probably the moment of the night, but. I mean, storyline-wise, he hasn't really been here a whole lot other than Ezekiel. Yeah, and it's pretty disappointing because I really appreciated Kevin Owens when he showed up at War Games as yeah. a surprise entry. And I was like, oh, this guy can brawl. And then, like, 
and that's all you get. And then he's gone, and I haven't seen him since. And until this happened, I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> he's putting people on stretches, take right. them away. <laughs> yeah, and that's why, like, I'm hoping it's more a uh, a Kevin Owens statement as opposed to like a Triple H, like this Ezekiel storyline is fucking stupid statement because I love the Ezekiel storyline. I think it's hilarious when he showed up as Ezekiel. I was like, this sucks, and then he was like, I'm not Elias. I immediately was like, this is amazing. Let's go. But oh man, I don't know. We'll have to see where it goes. Hopefully, it, it doesn't go too far. Um. Keeping with the week, I guess. Unless you had anything else to talk about from Raw from the last two weeks? No, just that I'm watching. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, which is the the development here. And actually excited to watch tomorrow. At least I know that. Oh, yeah. Which has, is again, it's something that we haven't been able to say since, I don't know, Lord knows, like, other than Wrestle the Raw after Mania, Lord knows when. Uh, Keeping with the week, and we can just kind of discuss it briefly in passing. NXT was on Tuesday, and there's. <laughs> I know you didn't watch it. I will suggest that you go back and watch at least the Roderick Strong versus Apollo Cruz match because that match was amazing. Okay. Um, and then I, but you did see. You said the Santos and Tony thing, like the promo that I guess it's coming up where it's the cartel versus the mafia. Yeah. So they. I mean, they've had their little promo. They've had their little program going on for a little while, but like Santos has kind of been sidelined from a lot of it, and that's where. We've talked about it on here. We've been super high on Santos. Like, this guy should be, if not main eventing WrestleMania, like, having huge entrances in WrestleMania, and he is a fucking star. Luckily, I think Triple H sees that, too, because he's part of the WrestleMania. Here, he was part of the WrestleMania launch party, and I was talking to Liz about this the other day. Imagine a program in L.A. featuring him and Dom it will tear the fucking oh. house down, dude. Like, the Latino population of there, him, like, bringing Dom into, his, like, becoming a superstar and Dom, like, fighting up to his family name finally on this big stage with Santos being the heel for that. Like, oh, it could be so good. And I, if Santos is, I really hope that Santos is the one to leave NXT here because I think he could do so much better on the main roster, whether it's with Legado or not. What I would really like to see by the way, that was a really good idea because that that'd be super interesting. What I want is him to make Legado a bigger faction by bringing the Lotharios and like Ooh. bringing Angel Garza and I forget what's his name and making them a, a stable of five. Yeah. Oh my god, that shit would be sick. Yeah, we get a new LWO would be awesome. <laughs> oh man, they could stop just wearing like the. Oh, actually, yeah. What's the if they if Legado gets to the main roster because the Mysterious have been wearing their LWO like colors around, so they'd have to fight for for the supremacy of the Mexican faction. Oh man. I, 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 I'm cool with that. I would just love it if he just walks up to them and then tosses a coin to each of them and they flip over and it's different emblems. I'm sorry, I'm probably making this sound like Power Rangers at this <laughs> point. But those emblems in the entrance for Legado is fucking awesome. Like, yeah. And then add these two? Holy shit. Totally. Um, yeah, so we're going to get Zoe Stark versus Mandy Rose and Zoe and Nikita are, on, are in the women's tag team tournament i think it might be time to dethrone mandy rose even if it's only for a week like zoe stark showing up on smackdown next week with that nxt title with her flashy ass moveset will bring viewers to nxt 
That's true. And also, like, Mandy needs to go back up to the main roster. And I know you're not a fan. I just wanted her back to be with her best friend and be an actual tag team that they should have stayed as. Well, yeah, buddy. I mean, I, that's why I kind of wish they had pushed off this tag team tournament a little bit because we talked about this on Basics, but let's say in a week or two you bring up Toxic Attraction, all three of them. The night they show up, Gigi and JC can beat the shit out of Mandy and say, you brought us here. Like, we don't need you anymore. We Exa- got oh, that'd invitation. be great. And then Mandy has to resort back to Sonya, who also has no friends. And then they can be a babyface tag team against Toxic Attraction. And then you have two more tag teams for this tournament that aren't just pieced together like Raquel and Aaliyah or Natalia and like Sonya. Like, who are these other tag teams that... Why did, why did you guys rush this, basically? If you had just waited a week or two, you could have put together really good tag teams. But it's women's wrestling, and I'm not going to really complain that much. Correct. I'm just glad they're getting more airtime. Yeah. The one the one put-together team that I'm kind of like want to see how well they do is Asuka and Alexa Bliss. Because yeah. also, Alexa doesn't look like the insane, crazy one when she came out with Asuka. And I was like, I was like this could be really interesting if they do some nice combos. And just annihilate everybody. Like, if Alexa Bliss turns back into normal Alexa Bliss with Asuka having fun, oh my god, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, and this is the one where if Dexter's gonna get involved, I mean, well, potentiality for Dexter to get involved and a tag team to come around. I'm assuming that Candice and Indy are gonna come out on Raw since that's where Theory is and now Lewis. Uh So this is the tag team match that that they would have to get involved in because... Yeah, stop it! Like in the in the semifinals or in the pre semifinals, whatever it is, quarterfinals. Um, I don't want to see Dewdrop and Nikki lose to Oscar and Alexa is the problem. Like, I want to see Dewdrop just destroy people, but I know that like nobody else really cares about Dewdrop that much right now, so I don't think that's gonna happen. Also, I think is it true? There's rumors around. I don't know if you heard that. Dewdrop might actually get her name back. Well, I don't like actually. We've been talking about that, and um, I'll say tune into Basics Guide because I think we're going to talk about that on this week. But <laughs> yeah, I, that would be cool. I think like uh, I just want to see her feud with Kaylee. To be honest with you, like I don't care who, if they're both named if they're named Alba Fire and Dewdrop, as long as they get a program together, I'll be happy. Uh, I can't stand that name. For Kaylee Ray, like yeah, one of the I, longest I reigning I, women's champions. Yeah, Ember Fire. Either, but still, as long as she's on my screen, I'll be happy. I just think of Dalsam just saying, Fire! <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that um, Casey Express finally got their tag team championships, by the way? No, they won? Yeah, they had a triple threat last week, and that's why I was saying, like, I think it's time for them <sighs> to bring uh, Toxic Attraction up because it was Toxic Attraction. Casey Express, and then um, another tag team that's been in NXT. It's the two Latina women that are they're actually really good. That match was killer. Um, but somehow, yeah, like somehow they finally decided to strap the one tag team that NXT still has in Casey Express. Oh, man. Okay, I'll have to go back and watch that now. Yeah, I did not know that. That's fantastic. Congratulations yeah. to Casey Express. Yeah, which is <laughs> their name and never was. Obviously, we're talking about Caden Carter and... Uh, katana chance i think is her name currently 
What? Yeah, uh, it's another. It was the same. I think uh, name change that happened during Alba Fire. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, moving on, <laughs> which is funny because like we're this is the shortest time we're gonna give to any of these shows, and it's the show that inspired this podcast. Um, I guess airing first was SmackDown. So you did see SmackDown. Both of us did. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts that you want to bring up? Uh, when you messaged me that that freaking um that they were gonna show up, I didn't believe it because how would you do it without Swerve? Right, hit, they being Hit Row, obviously. Hit Row, yeah, and they and they pop up, and I and you know what? I was actually still excited about it because <laughs> because all that meant to me is like I was like, fuck yes, Johnny Wrestling's coming back, and also speaking of um. Uh, Roderick Strong, how you mentioned him earlier, I wonder if inside he finally got a fire going. He's like, oh, Triple H is going to bring me up. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he like to track back to NXT for a second, he's got his, like, with Diamond Mine, he's kind of on the outs right now. Um, So they're, they're either going to jump him out or something's going to happen soon where I think he is going to either, he needs to either go to the main roster or be out of this company soon and be utilized in a good show as opposed to NXT. <laughs> Yeah, like, um, I'm just excited. I know I'm not really like a huge, huge fan of Hit Row. I was more a fan just of, of Swerve, yeah. and he's part of you know Swerve and Our Glory at AEW. But here, it just lets me know, okay, Triple H is gonna gives us gifts and surprises, like as as he keeps moving on every week. So I'm okay with this. I was like. For whoever whoever is a fan for them, congratulations, you got it this week. Like, <laughs> yeah, good for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, hearing you say it like that, I, to- I like I totally get it more too. But I told you too that that day. Like, I mean, without Swerve, I'm I'll I'll pass personally. I wasn't a big fan of either of them, and like the not not a thing. It's a double it's a double negative. Like you're not saying what you think you're saying. I know <laughs> that you think it sounds cool, but it doesn't mean anything. Is the point. And I don't know, like, they're just not much to me with without Swerve, but I thought it was cool that Swerve was, like, excited for them on Twitter. And I think that, like, the narrative where people are like, oh, Swerve's, Swerve must be upset that he left now that Triple H is in charge. Like, Hobie, Swerve is a champion with Keith Lee. He doesn't give yeah. a shit. If anybody doesn't give a shit that's not here right now, it's probably him and Keith Lee. Um, Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, when you put it that way, though, it is cool that they're here and the it's funny that you start with their return because the return that we really probably should be talking about is the big one that actually was rumored for less than 24 hours and then happened the next night and that was two weeks ago on raw our least favorite nxt champion of all time carrying cross oh you mean showed up on smackdown showed up on smackdown is that what i did i say raw <laughs> yeah you said I'm, raw i meant smackdown uh i'm the way that he showed up. He has hair. <laughs> I saw a picture of him with hair a few months ago, and I was like, where is, like, that carrying cross looks awesome. And when he showed up with that look, having, like, Scarlet is just, again, to the people, NXT is supposed to build stars. Yes, these are the stars, if you use them right. And, man, I can't wait to see him get in with those guys. Did you see his promo this week from SmackDown? No, I, I probably missed that. That's probably what I missed on the way home. Yeah, it was, and it was just a short one, but like the and so the way that he cut it, 
Dude, it was so good. He went on to call Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns the chosen ones. And then said that him and Skyler were cast out and like tossed away like forgotten toys. Like just what he was saying oh. sounded so fucking cool. And then like I was just thinking this is gonna be the opposite of Zoe Stark. He's gonna get in the ring and I'm gonna be like, all right, never mind, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but like at least the character and the storyline have me intrigued about him. So I'm like I'm excited. I am kind of bummed that because I, I knew he had been dropping the seeds about it that Freddie Prince Jr. wanted him to be his champion when he starts up his wrestling promotion uh, so it does kind of suck for him but nobody's going to give him the audience that smackdown's going to be able to so obviously that's where he needs to be to be have to become the star that he needs to and we'll see where it goes i don't think he's going to be the one to defeat roman reigns but it's going to be a cool to have him as a cog in that storyline as opposed to where it would have just been roman and drew and honestly for my wrestling taste like we talked about all the time just lose me with that shit yeah like uh yeah, it's him and Wheel. Yeah, if if you've been a long time follower or you're one of the original nine, that's all, <laughs> that's a, that's what we got. You know how we felt about Carrying Cross, or especially me. Yeah, um, a whole episode called Carrying Cross yeah. sucks. <laughs> like, he's gonna, if anybody's gonna make us look dumb on here, it's gonna be him. And, but there was just something so satisfying about having the music play, right? And I and I get triggered. I was like. Nah, that can't be it. And he just comes out of nowhere and goes after, um, after Drew. That man, I was like, I was like, heck yes! Like, I don't care. Make this interesting. Like, these two are boring to me. Right. <laughs> and then, and then you see, Scarlet put the hourglass for TikTok, and I was like, I hated that goddamn thing because it did it to <laughs> Keith Lee, my boy. Yeah. And and I was like, and I go, fuck it, time's running out on you, Roman. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, where Keith Lee could have probably been, the, if he had been able to stay with the company and it wasn't the circumstances that everything was, he could have been the one to defeat Roman Reigns. We might see Karrion Cross be the one to do it, at least for one of those belts if they're going to split them up. Yeah, like... Again, the the belts. I like that it's called the undisputed belt, but it. Uh, I don't know. What I'd like to see is that whatever happens at WrestleMania, if the belts are still there, they get broken apart and they just retire them both. Yeah. And you bring back the 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 eagle, the original <laughs> one, the the one that has actual meaning to it back and and unretire that belt. That would be fantastic. Well, I like the wwe one because that's the one that i if i'm not mistaken has the lineage going back to wcw's heavyweight championship and like honestly all these companies for me are just chasing 90s wcw because i was what when i had illness a while back and i had to like just sit around and uh, sit home watching tv i went to nitro and watched way more 90s wrestling than anybody <laughs> should in, in one sitting and it was just like that that is the pinnacle of wrestling for me but with like as you're talking about the belts the cool thing that triple h understands is making belts that aren't those two important and we saw that this week with gunther and shinsuke main eventing on smackdown and not only that but we saw a package in it in the first hour and the last two weeks we've seen a package making the intercontinental belt mean something yeah the uh this match with Shinsuke in whatever his name's Walter, <laughs> I can't. Gunther. Oh, Gunther. 
Uh, I can't. Um, was a great match. It was fantastic. Also, yeah. by the way, like Gunter, like lost lost a couple stone. Like he's Dude, he's he, thinned out a bit. Yeah, and like not he doesn't. I mean, for a while he kind of looked weird, but I think he built up muscle back like to replace the weight that he had lost, and yeah. he looks way cool now. Like. When he first came back to stateside, he it looked kind of weird, but now he's he's looking good now. Yeah, I feel like whatever weight he lost, um, Montez gained in muscle mass. Because <laughs> yeah, I meant to. We, I, <laughs> I, since we didn't get to record last week, I didn't really like think about it until, and I think it was like a a frog boiling kind of thing where I guess I've been watching Montez. I I didn't really realize it until you pointed it out. And in that match with Seth, I was like, "Holy shit! Holy he shit! Is yeah, so much bigger than when we first started watching him." And he still got his hops. Like he's not yeah. weighted down. I was like, "Damn!" Yeah, that, I, I I'm telling you, he's gonna main event WrestleMania sooner rather than later. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, again, <laughs> Triple H knows what to do and to build up the other stars and make the other belts mean something because. If you don't have time where it's not promoted, then what the heck is the purpose of carrying those belts? Right. And that, again, and that brings back to the women's tournament. Like, I hope if that those belts get the prestige that they deserve. And if the rumors are true, like, we might have, what, Candace and Indy show up because of Dexter. But what if another team gets kicked out and Sasha shows up with Naomi? Well, honestly, I think they're going to show up at the end of all this and they're going to be challenging the, the winners of the tournament so okay i can see you, that yeah who do you think is going to win the tournament altogether while we're talking about it who do you who do i think would win yeah so right now <sighs> still in the tournament is raquel and Aaliyah. nikita and zoe are gonna fight natalia and sonia and then eo and dakota are gonna fight the winner of alexa and oscar versus nikki and Dude. I honestly think it might be Asuka and Alexa Bliss or Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark. Those are the two thing, two teams that I think would win because Io and Dakota uh, would would be a nice challenge to follow up, say, if Sasha does return. Right. But also there's other rumors that someone's, someone might return at Clash of the Castle with another person returning. Yeah, and so well, I don't know. I like I would like to see EO and Dakota win and then when if and when Sasha and Naomi come back. I mean, I've never been a fan of their their alliance, so Sasha turning on Naomi and making Naomi a big baby face and Sasha joining that faction of EO oh, and Dakota and Bailey, I think would be killer. But we'll we'll see where they go with it, cause Sasha could also try and be a babyface right now and go on to be like the biggest thing in wrestling. So we'll see, as opposed to her being in a faction. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I don't know if Nikita. I don't know if I see Nikita and uh, Zoe going that far, but I definitely think Rick. I well, personally, I think Raquel would beat them. Um. Did you know that they changed the name of her power bomb? It's no longer the Chingona bomb. It's the Tejano. Yeah. Bomb. The Tejano bomb. Yeah. Uh, there was an interview with her, and they're like they, they figured out what it meant, and so they Did changed she say it. That? <laughs> yeah, and and she's like, it's she's like, okay, that's fine. Like, it it just doesn't have the same meaning or whatever, right. too. Like, but it's whatever. Still cool, but yeah. yeah, it's still cool. It's cool that we got away with it for as long as we, <laughs> we knew that it was fleeting. 
Oh, my God damn. But that all happened under Vince. You never know. It might change back to the Chingona bomb. Right. <laughs> I do. Well, all right. So I guess we could, unless you have anything else to talk about from WWE, I do want to talk about the women's segment on SmackDown because the booking of Ronda there and her lines were awesome. Her delivery and her being a personality black hole, terrible. But if she is the device that gets us the Queen of Spades, Shayna Baszler, that's, I am all for it. That that's it. Like one when she came out, I was like, fine, whatever. I'm gonna go get something to eat. <laughs> but then she started to speak, and it didn't sound like the typical stuff that you hear. And I was and like, wait, were hold cheering on. Cheering for it, like yeah, it's got a, a, a. I don't know. Nobody's cheering. I was in the arena for air. Uh, in Phoenix years ago when she was going up against Becky and she got booed out of the building. Like I had never felt so bad for somebody other than when Nia got no reaction at all. Then how <laughs> badly she got booed out of that building. But you got an arena full of people to actually cheer for Ronda Rousey. Like Triple H knows how to book. I don't care that it's only been two weeks. He obviously knows something, right? Yeah, I was and I was like, okay, this is interesting. And I was like, God damn, I wish I had that money. But then, and then she, like, leaves the ring, and you hear, you don't hear the, the you don't hear the Queen's music play. Loyalty you hear, you, you, you hear whatever they made for her currently. It's not the real shit. Yeah. And that's what I hope happens, because when she walks on by, she's like, you can't do that. You have to, like, work at it or whatever as she's telling to, uh, talking to Rhonda. And Rhonda's all like, what are you talking about? You used to be a killer. You didn't follow the thing. And I was like, oh, that's all I needed to hear. Right. That's, that's all I needed to hear. To hear I was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, please come out with your music next time. And I just, oh, I just want you to fucking destroy people. <laughs> I, I honestly hope it's not next time. But at Clash of the because we still got three or four weeks until Clash of the Champions. So if she shows up at Clash of the Champions and loyalty is everything hits. I mean, I don't know that it will, like, be a pop the way that it should be because it's uh, WWE in the UK, and I don't know that their I mean, their fans would have to know more, right? Like, oh, man. Well, yeah. I would they, just hope it would get the appropriate pop if they give her that music back because that is the best song in pro wrestling bar fucking none. Other than maybe uh, Battle Cry or whatever Kenny's theme is, theme is called. What are you talking about? It's all about Rebel Heart. No, um. actually, for the real... <laughs> Oh, we, I guess we need to do a new, another draft soon. Maybe <laughs> next week. Uh, but yeah, Loyalty is Everything is a fucking great song, and she needs to have it back if she's going to be the true queen of space. Uh, yeah, if that happens, I will lose my shit. And again, this is from someone who just despised the shit out of her in NXT. Right. And that's why she but needs just... to be booked <sighs> the way that she was in NXT, because... Both of us hated her when we when she was first here. You hated her when she was first here. And oh, then, yeah, absolutely. Hey, but then you just got to respect right, her fucking work. Destroy everybody and being so good while doing it. Like, oh, man. Seeing her have to job to live in that segment was so annoying to me, though. I There's not a person in wrestling, I think, like a character in wrestling, I think, that I dislike less that gives me more of dissonance than Liv Morgan, and I don't understand why people <laughs> like her. Like, she is so monotone in her promotions, and I like had read people say oh. that she says she's so passionate, but like, no, she has the same tone in all of her deliveries. And like, yeah, she can sell a little bit, but not really. And she's got the same. 
I seeing Shayna step Tell on me her how jacket, you really seeing Shayna step on her head while she was taking off her jacket was so satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, she got booed so bad. Right, they even started um, to drown it out on the broadcast. I was like, oh, it was so bad. Um. And I just felt bad for her. It's like, oh yeah, you can call me out. And then she spoke. I was like, but man, I haven't heard a boo like that in a long time. Uh, I was like, Ugh. Yeah, the because, uh, and we talked about it on Basics mm-hmm. Guide, but before where I, I and I had said that I thought that the booking that Triple H did at SummerSlam that seemed to be impossible booking because Liv shouldn't win that match against Ronda Rousey, and somehow they figured out a way to keep the belt on the on the champion that people like right now as Liv. And make Ronda cheerable now. Like, it's such good booking. But as not being a Liv fan, like, I didn't think you are kind of feeding Liv to the wolves because now she has to go out here and hear the you tapped out yeah. chants over and over again. So we'll see where she can come back from it from there. But I don't, at least to the two points that we've seen so far, I don't think that she's really come back to it, to <laughs> my opinion. But again, not being a Liv fan, like, I'm not going to see even the best, like, recovery from her as being a, a good recovery in my opinion and and see and this is where yeah I, one i do like Liv, and i hope that she does well and i think also i just like her more as a person outside of wrestling because that's what it is that, like I, I don't know that, like it, that's not what frustrates me like cool that everybody loves her i'm sure she's a great human because nobody's ever said anything disparaging about her but like yeah. it's it goes back to the uh, happy gilmore quote like you're not any good i'm sorry about it <laughs> and it's okay if you want to be in wrestling but you don't get to be the champion you get to be in the mid card and you get to eat pins i'm sorry look at Aliyah's not trying to be well she is because she's in the tournament but i'm sure she has no qualms about like losing this tournament Aliyah's not trying to be a champion you're not much better than Aliyah. i'm sorry oh yeah um but yeah i hope she can overcome this you tapped out thing and it makes her better and maybe she becomes better as a performer, but we'll see. I I have hope, but it, it is just it's jacked up. That's all I gotta say. This is gonna be one of the few people that I think we disagree on for a while. Um, <laughs> I don't know that oh. I'll ever be into her. <laughs> uh, let's see. You got anything else about SmackDown and Raw? No, that's about all my okay thoughts on WWE. It's rumor time before we go on to the yes. other promotion. Yes, so actually, before you get into who the actual rumors are, because one of your rumors, or the rumors that you want to talk about, is actually who I want to see. If you could have <laughs> him bring back, him obviously being Papa H, um, anybody that they release that isn't already in a contract somewhere, who would it be? Oh, you got to do that to me? Uh. <laughs> you can bring up the rumors if you need some time to think about it. Uh well, it, well one for sure I know he's coming back. They, he has to bring the family. Then I don't know if that counts. That one doesn't but, uh, because everybody knows that if anybody it would obviously be that one for you. Anybody other than Johnny Wrestling, who would it be? Or oh, Candice. Okay, oh, well one is part of the rumors, so. All right. Well, then we can get into your rumors. Go ahead. God damn it! I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so the rumors are well, let 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 let's build up a little bit on this. 
So according so according to rumors and stuff that's been talked about backstage that's floating around Twitter and from other other uh, reporting affiliates or whatever. The last member of that horrible, horrible group that was put together that had Mia Yim, that had that was supposed to help Mustafa Ali like rebrand himself. Retribution? Retribution, yes, thank God you said their name because I didn't want to. Um I was actually like legitimately the, just trying to remember if that's what it was. The last Somehow person still not a worse seen. faction than the factory, by the way. <laughs> well, I don't see the factory that much, so I guess it's not too bad. <laughs> but the man who stuck it out because he's a company man is hoping to get repackaged, and I hope, please, please, just give him his name back. And that's T Bar should be. Dajakovic again. Just give him his name back. Yo. And I hope this is so true. Did you see I would, main oh. event? No. Okay, so your homework is to watch main event from last week. <laughs> okay. We had a match with Mustafa, with Mustafa Ali, and apparently everybody on the roster was pissed off about them because they had to follow that match. It was a main event match filmed before they even started Raw. And they got a standing ovation, dude. Oh, Jesus. It, okay, I, I saw the highlights. I've seen most of the match. I haven't finished it because I got pulled away. It is so fucking good. And Mustafa, I, oh my God, I just want him to be in programs with everybody. He's like, especially from all the training videos that we saw, he's so smooth. He does such cool shit. That, uh, the match where he did that 450 splash and then got, um, styles clashed into Miz like I've never seen shit like that before I can't wait for him to get more matches but you gotta watch that one sorry go ahead okay and yeah cause I just want him to do well just like his counterpart Keith Lee is doing well in AEW cause he deserves it he puts on amazing matches when he's all there and the fact that he's still going by that shitty fucking moniker <laughs> uh, is is credit to this man's work ethic so i hope it's true and that's one of the rumors um but the next one that is true and probably is more than likely it's going to happen it's for clash of the castle and one is that the fiend is going to return there to challenge whatever happens after the main event and that's cool and all and great the fiend's going to come back the one that i actually give the most shit about <laughs> is fucking team kick and it's freaking Oh my god. Oh, why am I losing her name right now when Tegan I'm ready Knox. to fuck Tegan Knox because she's from fucking Wales. Oh, she's going to yeah, fucking show up for there. Oh, oh man, they would lose their mind. That would be the biggest pop she'd ever got probably. Uh, and that was please let it be true cuz I want her to fucking come back with Dakota and become Team Kick again and just be the fourth member to that faction oh, and whoop ass. That is true. I, oh. I don't know if you heard basics this week, but I was saying like Bailey's not gonna go in the clash of, at the castle without the numbers advantage. Like she didn't show up here without the numbers advantage. She's not gonna show up anywhere else without the numbers advantage. So she's not gonna go into a three on three as it being three on three. If she is the fourth member and doesn't show up trying to be like uber baby or even shows up. Pretending to be a babyface and then turns on them would be fucking killer. Oh, oh man! All right, I'm so much more excited for that now. But the person <laughs> that I like, my answer for the question about who I would want him to bring back the most is honestly left over now. Now that Keith Lee is signed and a, b a bunch of other people are on rosters, 
was Bray Wyatt. Like, I just love his wrestling mind, and I cannot wait for him to be involved in wrestling again. So if it's here and they get to do, like, shit the way that he would have originally wanted to do it with The Fiend, oh, I cannot wait. Yeah, not lose to a fucking wrestler that can't even fucking do shit anymore, like, <laughs> in a in a fucking foreign country. Or get no, disqualified yeah. in the yeah. Hell in a Cell match. Like, yeah, let's have the real Fiend proper and have And have... And have fucking red light shine on him so you can't see him while he's fucking wrestling. Oh, well, this what is September, fuck? right? The Clash in the Castle happens? Yes. Because it's going We're like right... two two or three weeks away. Oh, it's going right into like spooky season now and we can start to use him for a Oh, man. <sighs> Triple H knows it. They know oh. exactly. Like now this is a billion dollar <sighs> industry that is making sensible storytelling decisions. It's not just people who are going to tune in anyway, so let's just put shit on TV. Uh, if it, for some reason, Triple H, if you listen to us, thank you. Um, but please, please, can you stop calling them premium live events? Just call them pay-per-view. Either you pay for it if you're not, don't have the subscription, or if you're a subscriber, you <laughs> still get the pay-per-view. I'm tired of this premium live event bullshit. That like, might be more of, Stephanie, more of a Stephanie request than a Triple H request. Which Stephanie, please. Watching, not watching this show or listening to this show. And Triple H, if he does, is definitely not talking to Stephanie McMahon about this show. <laughs> so I don't think we're getting that wish granted after. Uh, that's, all, that's all I got right now, because uh, I'm all excited. Man, like... Yeah, we're we just need to get back more into a little bit NXT, or I got to do more homework on that. But uh, it needs to get better, to be honest. But it, it's on its way there, I think. It's he he got to focus on the other two man. before he shows up. He's like, "I want my colors back. Right. Take that stupid two point shit off of it, <laughs> <laughs> and then let me introduce everybody on the first night we return to normal." I was like, "Ah, oh, shit." Um, but if you don't mind, we have another promotion to talk about yeah, because. I don't. Uh, 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 well, we'll see about that because there's a lot of <laughs> there's there's a lot of stuff being said. Or again, this is all rumor. This is all speculation and stuff. And we'll get get into that here in a minute. But this week feels like a response week more than the previous week because there's 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 someone new at the helm at WWE. Yeah, and. It was interesting for me to watch uh, Dynamite this week, and it was good, but it just didn't pull me. Like, it didn't have me as much. I'm telling you, it's not, like, with the way that he's trying to cycle this stuff, and I don't, like, I don't want to speak for you, but I know for me, the people that he's cycling to the top right now are not people that I that I personally enjoy. I know you like Moxley, so I'm not going to, like, again, speak for you there, but I don't like Moxley, like, at all and i don't like punk like at all so we can just talk about the like the return right now the that main event picture does nothing for me and so i'm sure the all-out undercard will kill it and i will be super stoked for that pay-per-view because this one did like that uh tornado tag match with the lucha brothers and la faction oh man that was heartbreaking i love that so much but it was so good like and that oh yeah like, why don't they do more stuff like I like that they're doing it here? I can't complain, but why don't they do more stuff like that in the main event? Like that shit is cool, and like I don't know when you contrast storytelling like that to me as opposed to like 
what happened in the main event and and the main event was cool i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna try and take away from these two like i guess quote-unquote legends one of them definitely is a goat one of them is just a a goat um i (laughs) yeah i don't i don't like i don't know what they're doing right now but there is still a lot that i like there and that's why like i can't quite turn away from it altogether and just Oh no! Like I'm, I'm so interested. I'm yeah. like enjoying it. I almost it's wish just... more so that I w- didn't enjoy any of it, so I could just like not pay attention to it. But it's not the case. I, yeah, because I was like, all right, you know, it's dynamite. Like I'm make sure I'm have, like I. Yeah, this is been... my plan day well, yeah, yeah, to watch yeah. this, and I'm all about it. And I'm just like messaging you back and forth. I was like, this is what's going on or whatever. And it's but this week I was like, all right, reaction week. What you got for me? And they do it, but then like, I'm I'm so into wrestling so much more than I was when I was younger, and I see everything that's going on or the big or try to see the big picture. Like when when Punk came out to like help, that I was like, okay, that deserves a pop. Whatever. I'm not your biggest fan. I still haven't seen the ice cream. Uh, like, what's up with that? But he still had a limp. He's not 100%. They pushed this too fast in a response. Yeah. Whatever he had originally planned, this wasn't it. And then, because he does, he does not look 100% when he was walking. Um, he did a really good job covering it up. But yeah, he's that that foot that foot is not 100%. I've injured my feet quite a lot. So if, if it took me a while and he gets professional health care to take care of that, no, he's he's not a hundred percent. He might be a hundred percent at all out. That's great, but this seems a little bit rushed. Um, the lucha match to me was the best thing. Still disappointed that the women's match, like the time that's they provided for them, yeah. they don't get shit. It's non-existent to Tony. To Rampage, time. Rampage had a better women's thing because it was a mixed tag match, and that was a really good match. Even though I had to watch nine minutes of fucking commercials <laughs> on the stupid TNT app even though it says I get 90 seconds in picture in picture now it's fucking 3 minutes when you rewatch it later yeah. or 9 minutes total it's fucking bullshit uh, but that match was great that was fantastic I feel like Tony just said go fuck around and give me this result and they did great Sammy looked like Sammy how he liked Sky, Ty Mello Sky's Sky Blue looked so, good. so much better be the baby face of that company very soon when she first showed up, I was like, oh, she's got the look to be their baby face. And then seeing her in the ring, like, she's still kind of getting her feet under her. But now, oh, man, she looked so good in that match. Yeah, that was fantastic. I was so, so happy about that. Um, whoever these trust busters are. Yeah. So watching the episode and you hear about these trust busters and this giant man is going to wrestle Sunny Kiss. And I was so happy to finally see Sunny again on, like, an actual program and not on Darker Elevation. And I was like, fuck yes! This is great! And Sunny does well, like, at the beginning. And then gets fucking destroyed by this person. And I'm like, this is bullshit! This 2.0 reject. Yeah, uh, and, and then it comes back at the end and Sunny joins the faction. I was like, alright! I'm okay with this. Like, you're at least developing it a little bit and introducing these people. I don't give a fuck about the trust busters. Mm-hmm. I give a shit about Sunny Kiss. But if this is what's going to happen, cool. I want to see more of this because I guess they're part of the trios tournament. Um, 
Yeah, a lot of people I, were down on this rampage, but I felt like it like there was this was worse than I've, any other rampage that I've seen. I thought this rampage was better than Dynamite, and Dynamite was two hours. Like, other uh, than the Lucha Brothers match, like well, they I the felt that's for Young Bucks and Kenny Omega possibly, which I think is a swerve. I don't think Kenny's coming back. Yeah, I don't think Kenny's coming back. We have to look into somebody else that hasn't betrayed them. I'm trying to think. Um, what else I did like Dynamite. The Redeemer did... promo was really cool. Because he's going to destroy the House of Black, yeah, which, which is good. Um, Julia Hart, I understand what you meant when you texted me that. Um, but no, Rampage was great. The the promo with Daniel Bryan and the Dragon Slayer. Yeah, that was the first time that I gave a shit about Daniel Garcia. And like I know he's a good wrestler, but I have, I have all those other promos where he's trying to do too much. Like it didn't seem like like I've never really been into him, but that one where he was opposed to Daniel Bryan, like, yes, you can be in BCC and you can do it soon. Like this is gonna be This is gonna be which a good I, rivalry and a good match on Wednesday. Which I hope leads to like turmoil between him and Jericho. Because he's all like, "Yeah, you are my idol. I can't take this. You are my hero." Blah 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 blah, which will piss off. Jericho is like, "You shouldn't have anybody more than me." Blah 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 blah. Like, that's what I'm hoping that develops into. Well, you know, um, the rumors for um, All Out are uh, Jericho and Daniel or Danielson. No. Yeah. So that's they're gonna supposedly they're gonna have a program going into All Out, which. I mean, the greatest wrestler wrestling right now and the greatest wrestler of all time, potentially. I am not going to be upset about that match at all. I cannot. If that is the program they're going to do, I really want to see that. Um. Yeah, and then the last thing that I saw on Rampage was the promo for uh, one of the first rounds of the Trios Champ, and it's freaking Will Ospreay showing up yep. with this. I was like, oh, shit, here we go. <laughs> Yeah, that trios tournament I'm excited for. I don't I I mean if it is Kenny that shows up on Wednesday, I'm gonna fucking lose it and be like like I'm talking about, I almost kinda wanna check out altogether of all of all elite wrestling. But if Kenny's back, I'm I'm fully back in and I will super be stoked on all every episode of this show. I I would love it though if it really was what you said where it would be cool if Kenny shows up with Ibushi and uh well, uh, he's uh, going back now. Takashita, is that his name? Oh, is he going back? Yeah, he just announced on Friday that he was going back. God damn it. Yeah, because if him, Wushi, and Kenny show up, that could be dope. Right? Like, he's like, sorry, guys. I mean, last time I was with you, I kind of lost my head, and... Ibushi, or yeah, like Koda and uh, Kanosuke kind of keep me grounded, so I'm gonna work with them. <laughs> like, that would be <laughs> sick. And then the uh, Young Bucks could, like, really start from the ground with nothing back in all elite wrestling. Like, they were in the company that they started with, but they don't have any of the big allies that they came in here with because Cody's gone, Kenny's gone, and Hangman's gone. Yeah, and. Uh, it'd be great because he's like, you guys never came to see me while I was like right. laid up in yeah, bed, yeah. and Ibushi came to stay with me. Yeah, have them show up like <laughs> in his room, like at his hotel, or like at his house or something. Like, all right, well, we just want to see if you'll be ready for the tournament. And he's like, where have you guys been? And then they want like you see Ibushi just eating chips or something in the background. He's like, Koda's been here the whole time. Yeah, that oh man, that'd be 
there's so many possibilities in this, but uh, just just stay consistent. Hopefully, everything levels out because if the rumors are true that that Tony's losing it in the back and getting into arguments for idiotic stuff because now he feels pressure because he's not going up against Vince, he's going up against Triple H. <laughs> that oh man, it's gonna mess it up. And you're gonna have a wrestling, a large wrestling roster that's just not gonna be happy. Right. I mean, and, and this, and this is again like last week we were talking about. This is where you need, or not last week, but two weeks ago. This is where you need to start getting Ring of Honor up and running because you need to build. Now you need to have more content. Yeah. To rival your competition, but also to make all your stars happy that they have time. That they actually have legit time instead of being on YouTube. I think some people are reading his quotes in a recent call too. That it it might be looking like Ring of Honor is not going to get a show after all, as of right now. No way. Yeah. Which sucks. So I don't want to like lean. I don't know. We'll we'll see when it actually comes out whether it does or not. But I don't I don't think it's looking good right now. But I mean, on paper, like when you look at, so you look at the reveals, Raw had Loomis for a millisecond, Cross came out on SmackDown, and AEW had Punk, and whether it's too soon or not, like for his recovery anyways, like one of those guys had people clamoring him for seven years, and whether we like him or not, had people clamoring for him for seven, nine years to come back to wrestling, those other two don't. And so, like, on paper, they got the biggest return. They should have the biggest results from this. So I guess we'll see how it, like, ends That's up cool. going. That's cool. That's fine. He, once he, it stays. Can... Yeah, but, like, if you don't have the storytelling to go along with it, then you're not going to have shit. You can put exactly. Punk and Moxley in these, in these rings and have them have their, like, realistic fights. But, like, really, is that what people want to tune in for? Because, again, that's what UFC is for. They can go watch that instead of why don't you put on that Lucha Brothers match and we can have people who want to watch wrestling actually watch wrestling here, but whatever. Yeah, exactly, because the last what is the last minute of that whole thing was more entertaining where, to me, whereas Moxley flips him the fuck off, rolls out of the ring, and then he, like, freaking slaps hands with Claudio as they walk out together like, fuck that motherfucker. Like, that was more exciting to me than Punk returning to- with his li- with limp foot and also Dexter and and Karrion and Karrion who are like yeah like you said we had an episode that just says he sucks to me is two thirds of whatever Punk was but I'd rather have that two thirds because I know the person behind it with the storytelling is going to be fucking fantastic yeah uh yeah I don't know I mean again we'll see where it goes my one of my biggest gripes with them right now and it actually happened the last two weeks successively in on dynamite so two weeks ago not five minutes into the broadcast i don't know who it was somebody i think it was moxley moxley was bleeding this week i know it was a coffin match but like not even four minutes into the broadcast are you going for like how quickly can we get someone bleeding right away and like and we i think we've talked about this on uh, before but like if you're doing something special like that then if every match has it then it's not special so having him bleed, having them bleed in that first match, and then Jericho and Moxley also bleeding in the main event takes away from both of those matches. Like, yeah. why are you guys having? And I mean, again, this is just me. Like, I, if that's the crowd that they're going for, cool, whatever. I 
I'm not the biggest fan of death matches, but I can appreciate blood being used to help tell stories. I would have appreciated it much more in the main event, and I wouldn't be bitching about it if it wasn't also in the first three minutes of the goddamn broadcast. No, I completely agree with you, because it, it does. If every single match is going to have that to sell it, then what is it? People care more about the blood than the craft that you're doing in the actual ring? Like. Right. Like in w- I get it. In WWE it doesn't happen. It, most of the time it happens by accident. Really, I think it's gonna start happening a lot more now. I th- like really. I think that's the reason why they fought to get the PG thirteen thing, as opposed to like middle fingers and like say an ass occasionally. I think more so they wanted to have that option to have blood matches, and I think we've even seen it already. I think one of the matches in the last two weeks had it, if I'm not mistaken. But it wasn't like over, and it wasn't spewing like a geyser yeah. of blood. Like it was tasteful and it was story like it was storytelling in the ring and again like even if the like regardless how it comes out whether it's the geyser or whether it's there like just don't do it all the time yeah make it actually mean something and and if you're going for like hardcore people then make it a hardcore match you can have a fantastic regular match you don't need to do this yeah base it on your craft that's what everybody else does i don't need to see all the blood all the goddamn time yeah so, has there any, been anything announced this week that you're excited for? There's nothing that I can really think of that is coming up. I'm just excited to see what we what we see on like. Well, I guess I can ask you, what show are you most excited for then this upcoming week? Fuck. Uh, I don't. I, it's hard to say because what is it? They're they're in Canada this week, right? Both yeah. of them. So. so. Yeah. I'm, I'm more excited for WWE for both <laughs> WD, WWE programs. Which one specifically? Raw or SmackDown? I I gotta see what the hell's going on with Dexter. So Raw. Okay. And that's where all the women are currently right now while they build up our, like SmackDown. Yeah, that and that's like another. I mean, one point that we didn't make on here, but they're doing fifty-fifty booking with the women and the men on Raw, and it is awesome. Like, I know that Hunter's been on record of complaining about it being a three-hour show in the past but like give the women a whole hour in that show i promise you i'm not gonna complain about it yeah and i bet you your ratings will get higher um but you know whatever oh i do have something real quick to complain about uh, as unsurprising as that is (laughs) um tony khan god damn it get away from dmd (laughs) yeah like, like Jamie Hader, I believe can be fantastic and do well. Um, also Rebel too. Just get them away from her. Like, she's not the. She's okay. I get it. Why you like her? I get it. Adam yeah, Cole, fine. you're fantastic. Yeah, she's fine. Like, but not everything needs to revolve around her. And I think because you still have that focus, you're diminishing Thunder Rosa's run as a champion. Yeah. Like, she should be more prominent. And I love that she's with freaking Tony Storm when they do tag teams. But she's the fucking singles, the women's single champion. Make yeah. her wrestle on her own against other people that are a challenge. No squash matches or whatever. But that helps sell future competition. Like, oh, god damn it. It's not hard, man. Watch the other program. Yeah, and if you are going to do, like... I'm glad that you bring up that point. Because they are going to lead... They are leaning into and starting to plant the seeds for... Tony turning on Thunder Rosa now that she's the number one contender. And like, here's the thing, dude, is 
everybody complains about your women's lifting. There is not one person that I've ever said or that I've, that I've ever heard praise Tony Khan's women's booking because the only praise that I've ever heard of the women's division is Jade Cargill is a fucking star. And that has nothing to do with Tony Khan or the way he's booked her. It has every bit to do with Jade Cargill and how hard that she's worked at this and how naturally she's come off in such a quick amount of time. But now you have a program where you can have a betrayal and at least a three-match feud if you give them time between two of the top women wrestlers in this industry one of them being possibly the best in-ring wrestler in the in the company or in the in the world right now in Thunder Rosa. You can do this. You can give them time, I promise you, and it will be really fucking cool. Please do that. Like I I don't know how to stress this any more than that. And Britt Baker has to be nowhere near involved in any of that. Nothing. No. Send her on vacation. Let her hang out with Adam Cole. Something. And and even like have her you can have her in a different storyline altogether because I promise you you can make him work and you have women on the roster because she does back now that can make this stuff work. Just give them more time other than one fucking tw- fifteen minute segment amongst every that we got to tell every single women's story. Yeah, and let Jamie Hader come out to her own goddamn music, not be under the fucking skull that's like someone's getting their teeth pulled, <sighs> and. And go against Nyla Rose or something. Just let them start developing their own thing on their own. Like, it doesn't have to be attached to her all the goddamn time. Yeah. Like, you can maybe in a year, six months or whatever, build up DMD as, like, the main number one to go up against whoever the champion is at that point. And cool. Do a story behind it. But as of now, there's no need to be around it. We've had enough of her. You're All you're doing is just completely diminishing Thunder Rosa. Yeah. So, on that cheery note, uh, we can jump <laughs> off of the main shows and the ones that we c- and talk about, kind of the ones that we barely kind of keep up with, and just wrestlers more so that we like, because this week is the G one. Well, I think the last few weeks have been the G one, but this week specifically, the person who we've pros- probably been—I mean, who I've been most since leaving <laughs> WWE. Is doing so fucking good. How did they? How did he build himself into so much of a star? Obviously, the person we're talking about is Jonah. How did he build himself into as much of a star in a year to beat Okada in the G One? Are you serious? That's fucking insane, dude. Oh my god! I saw that promo afterwards too, and I was like, "Fuck yes!" Like, not only is he here in ring wise as like this the greatest super heavyweight or whatever he's calling himself but he can cut stuff now too like he oh he's so he's so fun to watch i'm so glad we got to see him as bronson before and like to see him mature into what he's the force that he's becoming now in the industry is really cool yeah i'm so happy for him i'm so glad he took what happened to him and made it into a positive and he's just dominating it's it's great to see. And and when he was in NXT, I loved him. And they kept repackaging him and changing him and all this or whatever. But I'm glad he still has a tsunami because, man, that is fucking wrecking people. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, good for you, Jonah. I'm, uh, I kind of want him to show up on AEW and just fuck somebody up. <laughs> I think he might. Who was it? That, oh, it's the Lance Archer match. So he lost against Lance Archer. But Lance Archer is an AEW, and so he even said recently, like, I think when he lost that match, like, oh, 
we're not done. We're going to have a few more fights. And I don't care if it's here or if I have to go and show up in AEW. He even called them out by name and said, oh. if I have to show up in AEW, I will. So if they have a match at AEW, like a killer, um, what's it called? No disqualification match or something where Lance Archer um. finally gets to have a no DQ like win there. But they bring Jonah over and we get to see him. I'll be super stoked. I don't oh, know man, if yeah. he's still part of Impact anymore. I don't think so. I don't think... I don't know what his contract was at that point, because he wasn't there that long either. Like, he was there, and then he took off to New Japan, and then he's in the... And then he was doing... uh, What is it? Pro Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, or whatever that one... That promotion. Okay. And, do, and doing a bunch of indie stops, like, because I follow him on, on Instagram. And I was like, okay, he's here, he's here. He's like, he was nonstop, and then boom, he's in the G1. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I don't know how many more matches are left to go, but I'm pulling up the rankings right now. And in the A block, he's tied with three other people. It's him, Lance Archer, Jeff Cobb, and Tom Lawler, who are all tied for, with six points um, to move on to the next round. The person with the most points in the tournament, though, is my favorite wrestler alive right now, which I definitely just need to bring up because he had heat stroke last week and then showed up back this week and effortlessly is the best pro wrestler that I remember seeing of this new generation. And he doesn't get enough credit, so I'm going to bring him up on here. Jay White is so fucking good, dude. <laughs> Uh, there is not a video that will scroll up in my timeline that has him that I won't watch. Can we just get him the original IWGP belt? Because I, I don't like Eric. <laughs> I, I agree with you. That is a much better belt. But, like, dude, it doesn't even matter. Like, I think the person can make the belt, and that's what Jay White's doing right now. Because even, like, using – I don't know if he – I don't even think he started to use the heat from that belt, which he really could. But, like, just what he's doing and starting – like, how he's starting to talk shit to the crowds. Like, I don't know if you saw this one. Just I think it must have been just from this morning, our time. He, it was, this is after the heat, uh, the heat stroke rumors. He, I forgot who he beat, but he was like, that's not, that's not what I meant to be saying. What I should be saying is, uh, uh, thank you all so much for all of your heartfelt messages and well wishes and prayers saying, Jay White, please get better. Jay White, take care of yourself. Jay White, please. Thank you guys. It, it really brought a tear to my eye and I wouldn't be able to be here tonight to fight my heart out for all of you if it wasn't for all of your lovely, lovely messages. So thank you. Still my era, undefeated, switch, blade, era. It was almost like a Seth Rollins kind of thing, but like whereas <laughs> Seth Rollins is just like, ah, ha, 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 like really, really going into it and overdoing it, like uh -huh. the, uh, just the way he sold it, and I'll put it in the final episode of this probably, just so people can hear what I'm saying, and I don't sound like I'm just gushing about this dude, but like he, just the way he does it is so good, and to hear like, 
the dichotomy between let's say person who's leading a billion dollar industry and Roman Reigns come out and like cut his same scowl acknowledge me over and over again mm-hmm. and then hear him come out and cut his number one asset in pro wrestling single handedly sold out Madison Square Garden like that where he <laughs> runs down his accolades is so much more intriguing to me than any other person in pro wrestling right now he's just so good dude oh my that's hilarious <laughs> Yeah, he's still undefeated in the tournament so far, so he's got ten points. And uh, I don't—I uh, think I sent it to you, but I don't think we were recording at the time when they were doing the pro, like the um, press conferences leading up to it. But he was saying how this is the great, the deepest G one uh, field that they ever did, that they've ever made, because they're trying to like go like casting the world against him like that, and like the way he goes against these Japanese audiences right now is just so fucking good. I don't know if I sent you the other promo, so I could just gush him about a little more. But he was like, I'm going to cut a promo for you guys in Japanese. And then... <laughs> like, dude, he's a fucking menace. How are you like allowed to get away with doing this shit? And he just does it so artfully that it's so... I, I love it. It's, it's so much better than... I mean, and I don't even want to say better. It's just so much more to my taste than like an over-the-top heel that I... I just love it. And I know, like, I've seen people trash on this era of Bullet Club, but to be honest with you, it might be because I've been being paying attention to this one more than any of them. I like this one a lot. I'm not going to say the most, but I do like this era of Bullet Club a lot. If, if he can sustain this till, like, mid-next year, and we can have him go against Kenny, oh, man, this shit's going to sell out wherever they wrestle. Right. Uh, I do. Uh. I definitely want to see him versus Kenny, but I think... That might even be a couple of years down the road because first we got to get this blood feud. of, And that's actually one where they can use blood to tastefully, like, because this rivalry has gotten so personal between Kenny and Osprey, that's the one we oh, yeah. have to see first, I think. Oh, man. Wrestling's good right now. Yeah. <laughs> I really we, hope we see. We didn't think this was going to happen. We didn't until someone had to pass away. Nope. Just some misappropriated <laughs> funds and some sex scandals. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. The American way. <laughs> WWE is truly an American company in that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that's it for me, unless you had anything else. Oh, actually, now that you've had some time, other than Johnny Wrestling and Candice, who would you like Triple H to, to bring back? Could you give us an answer? Uh, well, we, well, we... We talked about him right now. Jonah is the one I was thinking of. But he's got a contract with New Japan. No other contract. Oh, that's right. I can't. I really can't think of anybody right now other than. Oh, I know who. Um, if they could please, 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 bring back the pirate. Oh. Cause that shit would be sick. Yeah. And I'm talking about Kyrie saying like. I hear she's doing well. She's wrestling. Uh, I know she's with her husband, but like, it, it's Triple H. Like, <laughs> please come back. <laughs> That'd be sick. Right? Yeah, I I like that one. I think she might have a contract with Stardom, but that that one I'll give you that one because that one's in Japan. It doesn't matter. <laughs> all right, now no contracts at all. Who do you, who would you want him to bring back? I don't know who he's re- he's recently released or that's been released and I thought Dexter's back. Cameron I hope gets pulled up. I just can't think right now. 
You know who I'd like to see get a good main roster run is... I don't think she'll ever come after the way she was treated before because she was a big star then and she wasn't treated like it. Is Taya Valkyrie. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Like, I think... She, I just feel like she would have such a cool run on the main roster with the women that they have right now. And... Again, with the way that they treated her, like she wasn't a big deal coming in, I don't think that she would ever want to. But I think it would be cool. Let's see, I'm trying to think of someone else. No, like I'll probably have somebody for the next one. Right. Let's see who he brings back next. <laughs> yeah. Um. Cool. So yeah, I guess I will get this out, and that'll be it. All right, everybody. Hope. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely try. All right. If not, Later, everybody. the week after that. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye.